fellow mega tennis and welcome to hello fellow mega tennis today's is a special day it's a spoiler cast again so just a quick warning if you like soul hackers and you haven't played it or if you like smt in general and you haven't played it because i don't know i like i like that note if you like the game but haven't played it (laughs) it's a very it's a very persona 2 attitude yeah i had to like you know reach into my persona vibes so definitely don't live, watch this or listen to this if you don't want to get spoiled because we're going to spoil it, hence mm-hmm. the name. Um, who do I mean by we? Well, let me introduce this cast. First, we have Nebulon. Hello. Then we have <laughs> Glibethy. Hello. <laughs> and Spider. Thank there's no, you. There's no humorous name I can do for Spider. Yeah. And, and then I'm also LaRue. So... Like I said, we're covering Devil Summoner Soul Hackers. This game is actually the one that we're talking about primarily is a re-release. It was originally released in 1996 for the best platform of all time, Sega Saturn, or 1997, sorry. And then it was re- it was released again for PlayStation in 1999, and then we got it in America in 2013. It's a loose sequel, I would say, because it has some crossover with the original game, the original Devil Summoner. But aside from that, it's kind of its own beast. Um, I think we're going to start by, start off by talking about the plot. And I'm going to give that task to Neb. Neb, take it away. Great. Thank Neb. you. Uh, yeah, this is my least favorite part of the game. Sort of the whole plot and setting. The setting is actually kind of cool. So the whole plot is like you are inexplicably a hacker child, like an aspiring hacker child. And your best friend is a platonic girl relationship who is also an aspiring hacker and you all live in this like this like technocratic society where it's it's a city that's been built on the ground up for like internet access to the point at which like you can't live on this island city unless you have the right id it's like very like almost fascistic in a way you know like a digital national ID system. Um, everyone is is highly connected through the internet. Um, and so to it, the, the whole story revolves all around that. I mean, the main the main plot point is discovering what the the microchip manufacturer company has in store for the island because they're doing something mysterious. Uh, which of course this is a Mega Ten game. It turns out they want to summon demons and eat people's souls and take over the entire world, and sort of cause the apocalypse by feeding an ancient spirit souls. Um, I didn't really like the whole story element. I felt it moved too slow. I felt there was a lot of like basic anime tier like repetitive like, dialogue. Yeah, like Dora the Explorer ass like. Um, so, something something will be indicated by one of the characters, and then, like as subtext, I guess, and all the other characters won't understand what's happening, almost on purpose. Like they're written in a way to just pad for time. They're like, "Oh shit, we gotta we gotta make this chapter last a while." So everyone's got to be completely oblivious. Um. So yeah, what did you guys think of the writing and the the pacing of the plot? Uh, I noticed that too, and it was a big issue for me too because like characters would say things and like purposely avoid the point of what's happening, so they yeah. would, like <laughs> so, so plot that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, the plot couldn't progress. It was really annoying at some points. 
But uh, I thought it was fine, mostly. I didn't really have much issues until the very end of the game. Yeah, it was frustrating because it was so slow to me. It felt like like you get through like four dungeons and you're still at the same plot point. Like, what's going on with these computer chips? And it's like, I already know. There's no mystery. I already yeah, know what? this is used for harvesting souls and so many demons and shit. Yeah, they blatantly point it out, but they don't say it directly. It's yeah. just really obvious. You're like, okay, yeah, I get it. And you're ahead of the cast the entire time. And right. It's happening. It feels like the plot doesn't progress for like a good half the game, if that. Yeah. And like <laughs> one of the main, there's like a main side character, the character Yuichi. You yeah. get like five minutes of development with him, sort of. He's like the, the newest like noob guy. People pick on him. He's like very earnest. And then he just gets like brainwashed and disappears for like half of the game. <laughs> it's like, what is this <laughs> character? Why does he exist except as a plot convenience to like have a mole inside the organization? One of the funny things about that is, like, uh, as soon as they rescue him and um, Six goes and runs off too, right? But they mm-hmm. go check on Six and he realizes, oh, no, he's been, you know, captured by a demon in the Paradigm X or whatever, right? Yeah, in the haunted house. And they go that and was, rescue him, yeah. but they never go check on Yuichi once. <laughs> like, fuck that kid. They're like, yeah, he's fine, he's whatever. You know, our other guy just, you know, had a dire situation. But this guy, yeah, he's fine. And speaking of the characters, that's a that's a good point. I wanted to mention that we get like some actual like real character type development for uh, six. One of the one of the main mm-hmm. members of Spookies. I guess we should mention that the team you you as an aspiring hacker join a team called Spookies, which is elite hackers, which is literally four other people other than you. Yeah, and five, five Futaba. <laughs> All in, all in <laughs> band, <laughs> Yo, stop hating, bro. <laughs> I will say it. So, I guess I want to. My thing about the plot is that when I first played it in 2013, I really, really liked it. I was like, this is so fun. It's quirky and interesting. You also, that was when you were still making AMVs of Vegeta with Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> we need that contact back right now. But then, uh, <laughs> I think the thing that did it for me is I just am old. And when I'm playing this game, I'm like, this is a game for kids. It's not, it's definitely made for someone like, you know, early 20s, late teens or something. Sure. It's younger, and, but it's pretty mature. It's like a very murderous. No, know, but, you know what I, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like a death note type thing where it's like, oh, it's cool. But like when you're older and you're watching it, it's like, oh, I guess it's like, it's not bad. It's just not very, it's not as good as you think it is. You know what I mean? Adolescence. So, yeah, adoles- yeah. It's, it's definitely in that group. And for me, what, playing it this time around, I was like, this is not really a game. It's more like Kaneko designed like 20 characters he really liked the design of and was like, I want to show off all of these character designs. Because that's all it was for me. I was like, oh, look at Finnegan. Look at look at like um Azazel or whatever the whatever guy's name is before he changed. Look at like, <laughs> like all the very looking characters. So <laughs> Earlier when we were doing the warm up, I was talking about how it's a very Scooby Doo type story. And like that guy, you see him and you're like, this man is obviously a demon. Yeah. I mean, he literally is dying in a way that's like a widow's peak that goes up eight feet up his head. And his like, his like, the area around his eyes is all triangles. It's like all his sharp features. A horned like hair. Yeah, yeah it's like, what hair. the fuck is this guy? Like, is this, a, this is supposed to be a normal person in this city? 
I, I think that reveal was one of the like I think the problem with the plot is any reveal was already revealed to you before. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime the plot progressed, it was just like, okay, I knew that 10 hours ago. And it's a really yeah. short game. It's like 30 hours max, you know? Like nothing happens, basically. So I feel like I feel like it's really uh, yeah. a hour game, you know? It's a 10-hour game that got stretched out, and I feel like that really bogged down the plot for me. It's it, re- it repeats itself way too much. And you find out like it's if it's there's supposed to be a mystery, it doesn't make sense because you find it out over and over again. Yeah. Until like the the okay. best example is like the biggest plot conflict between the characters. We're usually like they'll rib each other and make fun of each other and stuff. But like the biggest like dividing factor was uh, they tried to set up the main guy, Spooky of Spookies. I don't know why he called himself that. Why is it plural? Because his name is Spooky. There are multiple of him. Um, sounds the cool. group is called Spookies, but his name is Spooky. Yeah, yeah. So he's are they also all Spookies? spookies. They're all spookies, spooky. yes. I don't like that. That's weird. Uh, so anyway, my problem with this is like uh, he they try to they try to frame the head guy Spooky as like some kind of bad guy or whatever, and the other mm-hmm. characters, uh, Lunch and Six, they fall for it, and I think Yuichi is still retarded or whatever's wrong with him. Um, so they all split and everyone splits and you can choose to side with spooky or with the other guys. Cause you're like, Oh, you're suspicious. Of but there's no point in being suspicious of them. Cause you know, for a fact, they show you like three times where the brainwash character, Yuichi is like sabotaging things. Yeah. It's like, Oh no, this is obviously what this is. There's no mystery here. And then everyone, every other character is like, it was spooky. He was the bad guy <laughs> the whole time. He was, he was, Making us hack into this stuff and find all these secrets about the computer chip so that we could get caught and he could turn us in? It's like, that makes no sense. It literally makes no sense. Like, where is the critical thinking? Yeah, so that bothered me (laughs) a lot. But then I will say that there was some interesting aspects. The whole concept of the Mesa was an interesting thing that they did in this game. The Mesa takes over the boringest character in the game and makes her... Um, like I said, <laughs> yeah. so she basically gets this makeover where she becomes like, um, like, um, very dominatrix looking it's, sort forgot, of thing. It's based off of, a, of of someone, but I can't remember who it is. But just think of the uh, the black cat or whatever from Cat, uh, Catwoman from Tim Burton's Batman, and that's basically Nemesa. You want to track a black cat? Black cat wears like that open face cat suit type thing that she wears. <laughs> All cat characters are the same. Yes, but, they're all the same. They're all women. But it was it was kind of a fun thing. I think that that's another thing that felt very young people y to me, where it's like this sexy character that, and she had the contrast with the super conservative, like vanilla, no nothing character. Yeah. And I think that I mean, at its core, it's interesting at least. But in execution, I didn't really like it. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't get the appeal of Nemesa. I thought she was annoying, actually, and she talks the most. So, you thought like, she was annoying. I thought she had some of the the most fun dialogue. Yeah, I think that's why I don't like fun. I thought <laughs> she was Yeah, you hate fun. I, I like her. Every- I like her because she's bratty, though. It's like a really a kid without a filter. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't come off that way, which I think way that isn't like obnoxious because a lot of the times, especially in Mega Ten games, when you have that archetype, it's done very obnoxiously. Asahi, yeah, yes, like a good version of Asahi or Asahi, yeah. 
she like she never gets like too over the top. She's always at least reined in and focused on what's happening. She isn't like what like screaming and like freaking out. <laughs> yeah, like like obnoxious bullshit. Speaking of freak out, six freaking out at Nemissa. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes off on her. If you go up to the like the top floor in um the factory and you talk to him and she makes fun of him for hiding from the demons on the top right. floor because there's no demons up there. And he just Love yells that. at her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know some of the stuff I liked, the actual like character moments where she would just like it's really interesting because she's like you don't really have a lot of characters like this who are like this openly antagonistic, but not actually evil. It's it's a weird mix because usually when you have antagonistic, it's like an evil character or chaos, which isn't necessarily evil, but chaos type edgy. But she's not really either of those. She's she's still focused on what's happening and like progressing the plot and like, oh, we have to do this. I'm not going to bog down and just try to be evil for crazy sake. And she's not really malicious either. It's just, she just likes teasing people. Yeah. I, one of the things that I would say bothered me about the cast, I, like I said, most of my notes are basically just, I don't like the, I don't like this, I don't like that. I, I, I felt that the way that they did the cast dynamic is super, I, it didn't feel like they're friends or like they got along at all, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're just immediately well, distrustful of each other. They, they're always like, just, yeah, I don't know. That is pretty realistic though. They have um, their little cliques within the group. Yeah. The, which I thought was cool and because, you know, it makes sense. The annoying characters would all go together. So, like, Six and his friends, like, good. Like, you guys all suck. Um, and, I like, think, Lunch and Spooky get along pretty well. Yeah, and Lunch and Spooky were the ones that I like. You guys are cool. Like, you guys are the ones that I like of, of the Spookies, you know? When it, at the, and, I'm, and I'm like, maybe it's because these ones are the more mature and not so annoying characters where they don't have they don't have to be quirky or anything. They're just who they are. And I like lunches, um, his whole thing with his dad, you know, I thought it was cool. I like the dad thing. Cause that was the only thing about his entire personality. That's true. Otherwise, he was just like the, the straight man, you know, there's like six is the hothead. Yuichi's like a moron. And he's just like the straight man. He's like, Oh no, we got to do this guys. But he didn't really have anything. And then with six, you got some character development in the haunted house. But, like, yeah. you didn't do that with anyone else. It's weird. They should have done... Maybe that's too much of a persona thing, you know? Where you have, like, mm-hmm. a character dungeon. They could have done more with Yuichi, for sure, and Hitomi. Yeah, they could have had a, a character-type dungeon for all of them. Instead of, like, uh, go into the chess world and... you're you, The premise is you're supposed to play this guy in chess and you just kill him? It's like, what? That's what how you play chess? You never played chess before? <laughs> It's not how you play chess where I'm from. You don't a demons and Kaz madness crush or whatever six times. Pretty much everyone but the protagonist, Yuichi, and uh, Hitomi get something with their characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Hitomi is totally, like, I get it. Like, you want to have, like, a conservative, like, friend-girl character or whatever. But yeah, there's there's not there. It's like she's yeah, kind of just the player's voice, sort of, but not really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how a lot of the female like uh, gal pal type characters are. She, like I think Gail was kind of like that in, in Digital Devil Saga, where definitely it, was. Yeah, right. where it's just like, oh, we need someone to talk on your behalf. I actually I like Gail though. 
Yeah, Gail was actually cool. <laughs> he does have his own arc as well, unlike Hitomi. Right. Yeah. Hitomi might have been better if she actually got something with her character. Yeah, they should have done that. They should have like instead of having like, these pointless like, uh, you know, you have to rescue the sister in the dolphin world or whatever. <laughs> take that out and then like, that was cool though. The dolphin was great. Even like an amazing gimmick too. Like that, that, that kind of blew me away to be honest. Snappy, snappy the train. Right. Uh, before the dungeon, the kid tells you that dolphins are liars and stuff. And then when you fight it, um, there's a thing where when you shoot magic at it, it looks like it's, it looks like it's draining it, but actually it's taking damage. That's that's the gimmick. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really remember that fight, but yeah, that makes sense. I think I didn't notice that because it's not a very obvious effect when something drains. So I was like, oh, that looks weird. I'm going to keep DPSing this guy and see what happens. Oh, but uh, to go back to before, uh, when you guys were talking about the, the VR Haunted Mansion, I thought it was like a neat character thing for Six. Yes. But it didn't really go anywhere. Like it just kind of happened and that was it. Sure. Yes. That's, yeah, I wanted to mention that too. I, I felt like there should have been like, not necessarily the whole shift in the character, but some kind of acknowledgement of like, you know, the reason I'm so mad all the time is something with my sister or whatever the hell his arc was. He and does maybe like, maybe he acknowledges that the next time he gets heated or something, you know. He does Just, mellow out after the arc after that arc though, and he eases off Yuichi a bit. Yeah. His sister should have become his persona, to be honest. <laughs> what we're saying is, mainline and spinoffs need to be persona. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. So this game okay. does really remind me of Persona, though, a lot. Yeah, I think that's part of, part of why I don't, I don't like some aspects of it, because a lot of, a lot of the characterization is shallow in this, and it reminds me of like more of the newer Persona, where all the playables are pretty, or the playable, and the other people are just like nothing characters. Yeah. So um, yeah. I wanted to talk about the gameplay. Um, well, do you want to go to a different section first instead? Different section first? What section? The setting? Maybe music and graphics. Why do you want to do that? Okay, yeah, we can talk about the music and graphics. Um, well, fighter for let's let's do it this way: music, graphics, and then also the voice acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spider, you had something you wanted to say. (laughs) So the clip art backgrounds for the battle. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was in the haunted mansion. I was like. Why are there purple and pink flowers? Why are you guys in this haunted mansion where everyone's screaming to death? I mean, some of that could be. (laughs) It was amazing. It's like two decade old shit that they're like basically uprising and feel like recreating. Yeah, but it's like it's a haunted mansion. Why are there flowers? It's very silly at times. That's where Kanako is. He's in the flowers. Remember? Okay. Yeah, the flower field. That makes sense. (laughs) Hit. It's a clue. Yeah, he's actually dead. That's, the, that's what they're saying. <laughs> Another thing I like, um, all the the different animations for like the different moves and all that, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. As well as when, like, um, when you punch an enemy really hard and they fly off the screen screaming. <laughs> I never got tired of that. I never got tired is, of yeah. that. Specific stuff, because you can see that in some of the more modern ones too. Like, um, uh, I forget which moves do it, but like in four or maybe Apocalypse, I don't remember what it does that with guns. If you kill them with guns, it's in four, yeah, yeah. And with guns, there'll be bloody holes in the model. But yeah, with this one, there's even, 
It was like I had Gog Magog for a long time, especially in the end game, and he had a move called Twist Off, which like crushes the enemy. And if you kill someone with it, it would like compress their model and look like something was like squishing it, like throwing it away. <laughs> it awesome. And yeah, and there was there was like a there was a, he had a move called Loyalty Fist, and it would do like a whole row, and it was this fist that come and punch, and they go flying off in the direction the punch came. It's very funny. It's very entertaining yeah. to watch special effects happen. And there's I, not as many these days. It's weird because this is an old fucking game. I like how uh, the sprites like flow around and stuff and have shadows. Like when uh, later when uh, what's his name? Spooky gets captured and he gets uh, possessed by what's his name? Uh, Seth Nail or whatever it's called. How you spell it? Seth Nail. Yeah, when he was getting carried around, that had me dying laughing when he was possessed. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was a it's a cool sprite to be honest. I really like that art. Reminds you of the Decarabia from Imagine. We just float around. Oh, right. It reminded me of uh, those uh, the Las Plagas in um, in Resident Evil Four. I think is the one where they're in Spain. Just because of the way the heads would explode, but I guess it's a little different. <sighs> Enemy, but yes, I want to replay that man. That's a good ass game. That's a bad game. You could, it's only good if you play with the Shut. controller. Um, Resident Evil Spellcast next. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> In for our RE4 podcast. I will say that the thing that bothered me about about some of that stuff is that it doesn't. A lot of the things that I thought were cool in Soul Hackers just doesn't appear in other games anymore. Like, you know, you know what I mean. Like, if they build, if they build Strange Journey, like, like our Strange Journey Redux after Soul Hackers 3DS existing, how come they didn't take some notes and go, oh yeah. Like maybe maybe not everything needs portraits. Maybe we need to do some of the stuff like you guys are saying, the cool animations, the um dang it, I forgot what I forgot what gameplay things me and Glib were talking about the other day. That uh, uh for what? That's right. First that Soul Hackers does, but um Strange oh, Journey doesn't um, do running loyalty? Oh yeah, loyalty. Oh loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Okay, fine, fine. Sidebar that. I did I did like the music in, in uh Soul Hackers a lot. And, um, hmm? This is this is this is our boy, right? Who's our boy? Mr. BM. Is this him? Who? Yeah, this is that show it's Shoji Maguro. I think it has Tsukasa Masuko on it too. And um and that other, there's one one other composer worked on it too, but I don't remember. Oh, mostly Shoji. Can Shoji Meguro take an L? Is it possible? Um, Has it been scientifically proven that he can take an L ever? Persona 3 soundtrack. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fine soundtrack. It's very short. Very short. I hate, I hate people who are like, oh, I could listen to that soundtrack forever because it's always different. It's not different. Oh, yeah, the seasons change and one of the overworld fucking themes changes every fucking season or whatever. There's still yeah, 20 tracks in the entire game. That's not many baby, at all. Baby, baby, baby. I don't know. Um, anyway. we were, we've already discussed my feelings on Shoji Maguro or Shoji Maguro. As he's Just shut up. He's he's good. He's great. I will say that yeah, this this soundtrack is good, and it's so funny to think that this is the one soundtrack he's ashamed of, and it's the one that sounds one of the best ones. He is really yes. He's fine. This I, is the best overworld theme in Megaton, I'd say. I forget the exact quote, but he says something like, um, "Like he can't remember, or he he doesn't remember nightmares, or he has trouble remembering nightmares, so he doesn't remember 
what it was like working on something, <laughs> wow. something like that. It's something Whoa. ridiculous where I was like, okay. That might have to do with the work schedule and not with the, the, his personal feelings of the quality of the product. Uh, he, he thought that the, the sound quality of the um, Sega Saturn was really bad. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, he's right. Yes, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> it kind of has a charming, like, low lo-fi feel to it though i would say it you does know? i i feel like it works to the to the aesthetic the setting the and everything game. yeah because yeah. it's all like it's all like a late 90s prediction of how technology would be in the future or whatever it's very oh, quaint yeah. it's like the matrix you know and all these 90s sound effects yeah, don't yeah, hear yeah. them anymore it's, you can just tell they were made in the 90s and another but, thing about mm-hmm. the 90s aspect that i wanted to mention uh, so this goes back to the plot and setting, so sorry for missing this, but you're talking to someone, I don't know if it's Katakura or Azazel or someone, it's one of the main antagonists near the very end, and he's talking about how he built the city or whatever, and he wanted to harvest souls, and he's talking about how he wanted to connect everyone to a good thing, but it ended up being a bad thing because people used it for the wrong thing, and it ended up making everything worse. And it's like, this is 1997, and that's exactly what the internet is. It just makes everything worse. Yeah, Yeah, that was pretty fitting. The internet had just come out, you know, like 10 years ago, less than that, for public use. And it's like, it's only made things worse. So that guy was right. Yeah. That was Tadoka or whatever? I I think it was him. Yeah, now that I think about it, it was probably him, because he was the architect guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dual-colored hair. Yeah, and he had the ridiculous voice actor. He sounded like the, that voice actor sounded like he was supposed to be like a like ten foot tall, like five hundred pound man. It's not Remember as his bad voice? as Goto's voice. <laughs> yeah, Goto's voice is easily the worst, or one of the worst, in my opinion. We it's the one that sticks out the most to me. Where did all the Kuzunoha stuff go? Also, like where where did that whole plot thread go? Because they show up. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> I. I think that was supposed to be just fan service, but it doesn't. Yeah, because really it's like it's branded as Devil Summoners. It's like okay. Yeah, that fan service yeah. doesn't really hit when we don't have the other game in English. <laughs> they just come through to say hi for like two seconds and then leave. Yeah, you go to the airport and it's like five dungeons later. You're like, didn't we talk to the coo? Where are they? Are they going to help us? The only reason I, I have not. any idea of why what their characters are like is from the TV show, and I haven't even finished that. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, well, huh. These guys are a little bit different. Especially since in the third vision quest, when you when you play as uh, Naomi, she keeps talking about Ray, but I'm like, what did Ray do to you? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's never resolved. It's like, I hate the Kuzunoha. It's like, oh, maybe there'll be like a clan rival thing we're going to resolve. Like, no, none of that gets resolved. He just dies. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, right you get owned by Tiamat or whoever and whatever. Yeah, because I think the Kuzunohas, are they're, they're like, Against the Phantom Society, right? That's like they're yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, yeah. they are. It's... That's never resolved. I don't think ever. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the point, though, isn't it? That like you can't really resolve it. Isn't that part of it, also? Yeah, uh, I guess. But you could have something, you know. So one of the things that I will say is there was a manga called Devil Summoner Zero, which was, I guess, it's like a prequel or it takes place in between Devil Summoner One and um, Soul Hackers. So I so it's supposed to link the two and basically explain the the Kyoji or the Kuzunoha relationship with Soul Hackers, but since you know that's not in English, like who cares actually that it exists? Yes, that's true. I, I'd like to read that actually. 
Why'd you bring it up then? Hello? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just know it exists. When I, The way I, I decided that I was going to do this spoiler cast for, on my end was I was like, since I'm going to be hating on this a lot, I might as well have some interesting facts to share. Great. <laughs> to balance it out, be like, I hate this, but here's a nice little tidbit I'm going to throw in there. A lot of this would have been better if the other game had been out for people to play and, you know, connect yeah, these events yeah, and right. all that. But it's I, right there. So, I, I read a brief synopsis of the original one and it sounds a little confusing. But not as, as dumb as the Yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's one more thing I want to mention about the graphics before we move on to voice acting, which is also in the section. How about that animation for Sword Fusion? Isn't that hilarious? It was, yes. <laughs> Watching that, I was like, Jesus Christ, they really didn't up any of this, huh? It's just like, here, here's a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Watching those crushers come in, it's like, man. If only swordsmithing was that easy. I mean, it is that easy. Yeah, so he doesn't it's... seem like he really does anything. He looks like he just presses a button. Well, he's a chef, so. Yeah, why is oh. he a chef, and why is he French and half Japanese? I don't know, or maybe quarter. he's a microwave chef. You know, he's good at pressing buttons, so. Fair. Anyway, let's move on to VA. Lara Bailey is is very good. She plays yeah. Nemitsa. She's famous for pretty much every female role ever in video games. Um, she's like the Nolan North of being a woman, basically. I don't know right? who Nolan North is. <laughs> Glenn knows. He's laughing because he knows. I don't want to look it up and it'd be something gross. Is it something that I can't that I gotta put in? I think you're there? thinking of a different North. I think you're thinking of Peter North, which Peter don't North? Google that. You don't worry what, about it. One thing that drove me nuts is how every character asks, What will you do? What will you do? I'm like, oh yeah. please change up the line, please. Well the the one did anyone else get this? When you went to the shop, the guy who sells guns and weapons. Did he sound like the guy from Breaking Bad to you? Did he sound like Jesse to you, like an older Jesse? I didn't. Oh, you don't know him? God damn it. All right, everyone I like at the home, he sounds like an older Jesse Pinkman, and I was laughing every time I heard him talk. Go on. I really like the Vietnamese guy. <laughs> that, okay, was that racist? No, he was Thai, first of all. Oh, you're right. He was Thai. He was Thai you, right. That's racist of you. <laughs> yeah. Second of all, see if, is this a racist stereotype? I don't know what he was doing. Is it? He was like, is this like a tie face thing? Like, what is, what is the bit he's doing? Yeah, he's like, he, just, he has a little a catchphrase that is that tie. Is that it a means thing a tie people thing. do. It means a okay. thing in Chinese. And then it's his, weird. His the whole vibe with him, I was like, this is racist, but I don't know how. Uh, it was like Saladurri or something. Saladurri corrupt. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you'd remember that. <laughs> yes, I hear it every time. <laughs> Great. Oh, one of the um, other uh, NPCs, the one where you traded the mag for um, Yen, or no? Yeah, the demon guy, yeah. Yeah, he, that pose he's sitting in is the same one from one of the Kanako interviews where Kanako has of himself sitting, oh, dressed up funny. as Kyoji. <laughs> it's <laughs> the same exact pose. That's pretty funny. What? He must have it purpose. Can't steal from yourself. <laughs> sure. You are your it's own. It's kind of weird, like, guys just kind of like, chilling in the city, and like, no explanation. The organic guy, the the demon guy. Yeah, like what is he? Like he's just. Or demon, the boat guy. The boat guy. That's a weird. I mean him too, but I mean the 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 OEA dude. Yeah. Like some weird like monster type thing. It's like not. not well, I mean, 
They're probably both demons. Yeah, I mean, obviously he's a demon. He's exchanging money for magnetite, which is demon fuel. It's like gasoline for demons. And so it's like Whoa. the whole thing was built for the start to be about demons. Like, what's he doing? Is he going to be mad that we're not harvesting souls anymore and all the demons are going to be gone? Like, what's his business model post ending? No, I'm not the nice guy, at least. I'm worried about him. So I'm like looking at all the voice actors because I didn't know that they were all like pretty famous people. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of them are pretty famous. Yeah. So like the ones that that I really liked were like um um spooky and he's like the guy that's he's also in catherine he's he's yep. he's the, the douche guy in catherine uh orlando yes and then i like the lunch and he's todd habercorn who ha- gets his eyebrows done clearly based on this picture <laughs> <laughs> that's that's his that's his credits <laughs> no, i mean like the impeccable <laughs> eyebrow design also i was in uh, i was in catherine i was I don't know what Tom Habercorn was else in, but I rem- I recognize that name. It sounds super familiar. His voice just sounds very like you listen to that and you're like, I've heard ten dubs that you're in. Oh my god. Can this be the thumbnail? <laughs> <laughs> he let's see, he that's plays... a, you gotta shave that, my guy. You can't leave that up. That's not good. <laughs> it's very cursed. So many things that I can't figure out what he <laughs> the does. Geometry of his face is like unnatural. He plays, dang, he plays so many characters. I'm deleting this. This is too much. I'm trying to find, oh, he's um, Gaston in Apocalypse. And he's Teru in Yes, that's, okay. Yeah, there's like 10 things where you'd be like, that's absolutely him. Yes, he's really good in uh, Apocalypse, too. Yeah, I really like his voice in Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's good. He's good in this. He's good in that. Yeah, he's good. And the, um, we were talking about that shitty character, Yuichi. He's voiced by, um, but you're lower. Yeah, he, well, he's yeah. in a million other things. He's literally every time they're like, "We need an earnest sixteen-year-old who's kind of a fuck up and dumb." They're like, "All right, call your." <laughs> He'll he will absolutely fill that role. <laughs> it's funny because most of his characters are like that, except he also does Makoto in Dancing All Night and uh, Persona Five. The deal. Is a lady? Huh? No, that's um, Makoto. The Persona Three um, emo. Oh 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 oh. 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 Yeah, because you talking about Persona dancing. I thought about five, and I was like, he played. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he literally plays Toby, who's like the quintessential, basically what you described that earnest, young, like dumb guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has he has he has a, a situation going on, and it's working for him. I'm sure. Well, he he got the character down pat. That's for sure. Yeah. He is, he's he's yeah. an archetype. He probably hard cast as that, and he's okay with it. By far the most annoying voice in the game. Like it, it felt like I was getting yes. stabbed in the ears every time he talked. It's not that bad. It's, it's also the point. It's, it's hard to like. It's hard to defend it because it's like that's the point, but it's also annoying. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's a I'm not saying that his, Yeah, I'm not saying that his acting was bad. I'm saying that the character the is so annoying. Is yeah, he did a good job of being an annoying guy who I think Luigi is supposed to be annoying. Is that a yeah. compliment? <laughs> Yes, it's kind of funny that he's, he's from the West Coast. This is a very West Coast vibe that he's doing right now. It's kind of funny that Six is younger than Yuichi. He, he is? is? Yes. Yeah, what? he's younger. I didn't, they fight they about it early in the um, early in the game. They do, a, they do a character bio on everyone, I think. Lunch looks like he's like thirty-five and he works at a head shop. No, he's, but he's how old like, is Lunch? He looks at a vape shop. 
<laughs> That's what a head shop is. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Jeez. They masquerade as vape shops, but they sell like they sell weed paraphernalia. Basically, it's like one of those places. Yeah, like, was... Oh yeah, dude. This incense covers up uh, pungent odors, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those guys. Yeah. I was towards the end of the game. I was like, "Wait, is lunch a teenager?" He's one of those characters that's like fourteen, but it looks like he has like two kids and a wife that he doesn't talk to. He looks older than Spooky. He does look older than Spooky. He's he's been on uh he's been on uh, city miles. Spooky's been on highway miles. Not just on meth, bro. What do you mean? Nineteen years old. <laughs> yeah, Spooky moisturizes. Lunch is on meth. So we're, let's. These are the ages. Hitomi's eighteen. Protagonist is 18, lunch is 19, 6 is 17, should be 16, 6, 6, okay, whatever. Yuichi is 18, and then, um... 18? Yeah, yeah, I know. And then Spooky is only 25 years old. Wow. I thought Yuichi was like 13. (laughs) Japan is a different place, man. All these ages should be increased by like 6 years to make sense. Dang, you uh, Spooky smokes way too many cigarettes if he's that old looking. <laughs> 25. Yeah, he looks like a divorcee. Like, he looks about 30. Yeah, he really doesn't talk to his wife. If Lunch doesn't talk to his wife, Spooky is like fully estranged. <laughs> okay, we, let's get back on to a. Yeah, all right. Uh, does anyone else have anything to say about the music, graphics, or VA? I think we covered it. The textures are horrible and blocky and stupid, but it's endearing and funny. The music is great. The VA work is generally good, but the direction can be bad and the writing is terrible. I like the cheesy sound effects. Yep. <laughs> I don't think it's noises as like, things go by, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Very funny, very endearing. I. I will say that I don't really care for the the writing. I thought the writing at times is very, very yeah. Easy. It's one of the it's that's what I'm complaining about with the plot and everything. Almost all of it is just like this like padding style of writing. Like it feels like a DBZ filler episode where they're like, yeah. "We've really got to buy time. Just make everyone as dumb as possible for like 20 <laughs> minutes, please. We need time for fucking Toriyama to write the next chapter." I didn't mind too much the campiness and yeah, you know how obvious everything was. I didn't hate it. It's just I liked the game so much as a game that I was like, I wish that the story matched it and the writing matched it. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that because that's that's kind of how I feel too. The gameplay is so good that when I, I think about everything else, I'm like, man, if like if only this was a little better, then it would yeah. be like a nine instead of like a eight. If if you really love something, you will absolutely hate on it. Yeah, that's the idea. Uh, my problem so speaking is, of something we won't hit on none of us will hit on we're going to talk about the gameplay and Glib is going to guide us through this this journey so Glib please tell us oh, what you right. thought about the gameplay of Soul Hackers uh, it's basic classic ST gameplay uh, first person exploration, six member parties uh, turn place battles, uh, front row back rows, magnetite all that stuff uh, I think Soul Hackers is like the well, I don't say this. I think it's like the perfection of that kind of combat, like the classic S two combat. I think it's like the peak of that right there. Uh, I wish Strange Journey would have like peaked on, well, not peaked, but like continued on that. But I, I think uh, co op is weird. I don't know. I don't want to get to that though. Uh, okay, so Soul Hackers has, oh, the most defining feature in Soul Hackers is load system. Uh, I don't think we talked about that yet. Uh, basically, I think this is in every 
those some of the game, like including uh, Lorado too. Uh, basically, each demon can have one of five personalities: kind, wild, dumb, sly, and calm. Uh, kind mm-hmm. demons like healing and defending. Wild like basic attacks. Dumb like being told to go. Sly like attack spells and calm like uh, doing the awesome thing in battle. Uh, if you do do what they tell, sorry. If you tell them what to do and they like it, uh, loyalty goes up. If you, if you don't, it goes down probably. Yeah. Uh, but the good thing about that is generally, if yeah, you get once to they trust level, you enough, they they'll basically you anyway. take whatever order. They'll be like, they'll even voice it and be like, "Ooh, I don't know about this, but I guess I'll do it because this seems like a bad idea." Um, and they even get bonuses too, which is cool. Like kind demons are super important yeah. to have in boss battles and shit, where you're not quite equipped. Because what they'll do at max loyalty is they'll, yep. if you tell them to guard, they'll defend main character against a lethal blow, which saved me oh, really? like four times. Yeah. That was like passive. I didn't know that was like a thing for kind Yeah, of it was like a special thing. Like they all have special little things. Mostly it's they'll do whatever you say, but kind has that extra little quirk that makes them like invaluable. Like I use Paimon for like the entire end game because he had full heal ability and he would just guard MC against huge attacks. Uh, one thing like that too is uh, at peak uh, loyalty, what calm demons will do yep. is uh, if you tell them to do something and they like it, they, they might actually change their attack method to like make it like to do extra damage with something. So like say someone's like a low health, and there's say there's like two demons, one A and B, and one A is at low health, and you told it to attack B, it'll attack A anyway to kill it, even if you don't tell it to. This is kind of neat. I, I find it really. I never noticed that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that does sound kind of annoying. Where they're like, actually, I know better. It's like, no, you don't, you motherfucker. <laughs> just to add the only other game in megaton that does loyalty is imagine and imagines is great because when you have the character or the the demon above its above its name it'll it'll have like how loyal it is and like the english translation for the for the base um for the when you first get the demon is wishes death on whatever your character's name is <laughs> the Japanese oh. name for that is um Aiming at your neck while you're sleeping. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> that's a good little touch. Yeah, I want to play more of that. I'm going to start playing that. Oh, next that's next spoiler cast, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> spoiler Sorry, for the next spoiler I don't, have anything, I don't have anything else to say about this, the loyalty system besides that I really, really, really like it. And I want them to use that in like SMT5 or just any Mega 10 game in general because it's such an interesting like way to layer... Um, layer working on having a demon in your party yeah kind of like yeah. gives you a sense of investment in the demon too yeah that's you, the word i was trying to yeah, yeah. because you because like in snt4 it's such a soulless like like factory construction of a demon you're like all right i'm gonna give him this almighty ability and this buff and this resistance and it's like i like it better yeah. than yeah, leveling yeah. up demons and it's just yeah yeah better than like revealing a new ability and being like oh this is this thing now you can like you're not you can't really customize them here, but you can like invest in them that feel like, oh, this this guy has my back now. You know, because if when they're not leveled up in loyalty, especially if they drop down with low loyalty, they won't even listen to you. They'll do whatever the fuck they want, which is usually something really stupid. Especially if they're they're uh, what is it dumb? Dumb demons are real fucking dumb. It's <laughs> like, not an exaggeration at all. Those guys will do anything they're nuts but it, did yeah. you know that did you know I, that if you, did you know that if you get a demon too low loyalty it'll leave your party <laughs> he'll just leave your stock that's hilarious yeah i had that happen <laughs> it happened to me 
he just like, left. Actually, fuck you. I'm out. Uh, That's good. I like that. I was like, what happened? Why did they save? <laughs> no. I like I like that. That's great. Because I felt like it was, for me, it was not hard to maintain loyalty at all. Like, for dumb demons, sometimes it was annoying to maintain their loyalty. But everyone else, I could figure it out. Calm was actually maybe the hardest. Because Calm, you don't really know what the AI is thinking. Of what's the most optimal. Sometimes the AI is like, the most optimal thing for me is to cast Paralyze on one unit that isn't going to do anything. Because one other unit is going to block my AoE kill everyone with, with the expel with light damage. Like, there are, there are packs in there that have five demons that are weak to expel, but if there's one that's null, he'll be like, it's not optimal. I'm just going to cast Paralyze. Yeah. I just put the buffs on Zed. So, yeah, let's talk about Zed. Zed is... What a weird mechanic. What a weird, interesting mechanic. Who wants to talk about Zed? Not me. Uh, <laughs> I can do that too. So you want to do it? Do. Go for it. Right. So uh, Zed is really cool. Uh, basically, it costs Nomad to use it and Nomad to summon it, like walk around with it and stuff. Uh, it has full loads always. Some people say that like uh, it, it can't disobey you, but I've had it disobey me like three times at least. I think I think it's only during New, new Moon though. I'm not sure on that one. Uh, basically, it's like a... I didn't think of it as like a backwards Mitama where like you feed stuff to it yeah. and it gets level. Uh, it can evolve to new forms and stuff. Uh, if you fuse it, I think during a full moon, it I can like fuse into heroes and generals and stuff. Oh, um, I oh yeah. Oh, it's I didn't know that. Yeah. This is such a bizarre mechanic. I didn't even fuck with it at all. Like, I think by the time I got to the monolith, I was like, "Oh yeah, there was that quest to get the dolly thing and turn him into Zed. What's he doing?" And he was like level ten, and I was like, "Oh, this is. I can't even use this anymore because he." He's the whole game. <laughs> well, you can fuse him into someone else, and he'll eat that person's skills, and so you can customize them the whole time, which is so cool. And I feel so bad about missing it's out. Actually kind of bad. It's actually kind of bad. because, like, it becomes almost incestuous its skill thing because, like, you can't get rid of the skills; they're like always yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. So it's really yeah, very, it's like very the old, like it's like that stupid nocturne thing where you're trying to make a demon, and you're like. I hope when we fuse this, it'll get these skills and doesn't. You're like, all right, back out, try again, because it's completely random. That is the one optimization, I think, from like the newer games. It's really nice, like being able to choose skill inheritance, what what skills you forget, shit like that. That's something that old games lose out on. That's like a dumb random thing, too. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. you can like save scum that, you know? If it's real. Uh, when you first make a Zed, the first thing you fuse with determines like what form it will evolve into, which is kind of cool too. That's interesting. Yeah, that's such a weird, cool little mechanic that I wish I'd used more, but you ultimately don't need it all. I mean, it, it, yes. it does make things more convenient, it's free though. Mag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, being able to just like customize a demon fully and do whatever you want is is pretty nice. Later on, you don't really yeah. have much of a mag issue. I never, I never had a mag issue. Midway. Yeah. If, I, if, I, if I started to like spend more than I was getting, I would just put someone back. And like Nemesis is so fucking busted if you just dump mag points in her. That, yeah, it's yeah, like she melts if, the only problem is if someone has 
null fire or train fire or whatever. But this brings me to another great point about the gameplay. This has the greatest innovation in these old shitty games where the main character is relegated to having no abilities, no spells. All they're good for is regular attacks and items. Sword fusion. Sword fusion fucking rules. You can you can get a new sword, which is sourced from a demon, and the sword has different properties. So you can have a, a regular physical damage sword that applies paralyze or poison other ailments, or you can go to a elemental uh, weapon like lightning. So you can specialize in ice or lightning or wind or whatever, so that when Nemesa it gets blocked because she's mostly fire damage, you can clean up. And uh, to be clear, also. Uh, Nemesa isn't just fire damage. It depends what you pick in the beginning of the game. Really? Mine was also, also fire. Because uh, remember when you first start the game, it's like three questions? Depending no, on what I don't pick, you, well, When the game first starts, you talk to Spooky, and he says, like, what do you think about her? And you, I think it's Peppy, Sexy, and something else. Peppy is fire. Sexy is electric. And I forget what the last one is. That's, oh, that's ice, though. really? Oh, no. That's why I didn't get um, electric because I don't. I, th- I thought she was annoying, so I put Peppy. <laughs> That's crazy, <laughs> really. Oh, the thing about that is people like is the best one, but like elect, I found it kind of like uh, undermined. There's a lot of stuff honest. that so like yeah, I fused an elect sword like halfway through the game, and I regretted it because there's a lot of reflect elect. I like. Th- I like that skill she gets with um, fire when. Uh, that Naomi oh, has. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It does oh, the multiple damage. Calor. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that was that one? No? Uh, yeah, it is. That's the one that uh, you have low health. It does more damage. Yeah, it's Roman. Yeah, when she's low health. Yeah, that thing. That thing sucks. No, no, yeah. one at level seventy-five. I think this is the game though where I realized the community oh. was stupid because like the whole game, people were telling me how like the MC was weak and that Lek was the best one for Nemissa, but like. Sword Fusion made the MC super strong. Like he was, he was yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. strong. Like he was carrying my team easily. It's uh, the game that you th- you realize that. Not I mean, like, this, I dumped- this is where it really set in. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, <yo>. <laughs> <laughs> Everything everyone told me was so wrong. Yeah, yeah. And Sword then, uh, Fusion makes them like super crazy. Because if he was relegated to just guns, normal attacks, he would blow like blow hot cock, like be bad. But with Sword Fusion, he can just, like, he scales off I mean, of strength, which you're going to dump anyway, because he's not going to use magic. He's not going to use int. Why would you even have those stats, by the way? With a character that I literally is incapable, incapable of... I wouldn't dump full strength, but, you know. I had, like, 25 uh, or 29 agility near the end, which is the best stat, because you can go first, throw a bead on someone, or guard, or whatever, ahead of time. I'm pretty sure int helps with negotiation. I know mag is important too because uh, you need like eight mag for uh, the Masakado armor or something like that. Or ten. Oh, yeah. One of those. I didn't do that, but yeah, probably that makes sense. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you're not a cool guy who dumps luck like me. <laughs> is it really? I put a bunch of luck. Dude, you know how much money I had at the end from drops? Because it affects drops. It does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I had, I, I put all my points in agility and strength early on. And I, I, had, I was running out of money all the time. And then I, for like 10 levels in a row, I dumped agility or uh, luck. And I was rolling in cash for the rest of the game. 
You get so many jobs. Use the luck at that um that yeah, app yeah. that doubles that items. That might have also contributed. <laughs> I didn't put much in the strength at first because, like I said, like I said before, he was telling me the MC was weak. Yeah. But like by the time I got Sword Fusion, that dude was going crazy. So like, yeah, he can <laughs> fuck people up if he doesn't get like gnawed out, he can really he, do some damage. He's no joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then even if he gnawed out, he has guns though, so it's like it's not even really yeah. a big deal. I never used the gun. I would just guard and have him miss. I killed times. It. I would give him shotguns because that's fun. Blow up those stupid I, birds. All the bird demons have weak to gun. I gave him drink bullets. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> drink bullets are nice. It's kind of a shame you don't need exploit weaknesses here. Yeah. It really yeah, doesn't matter much. Turn, so you can just sort of be like, oh, he drained it, whatever. I guess next turn. It was useful because, like, half the demons Do damage. The were like, weak to either curse or expel. Or not, I think death actually. Not curse yeah, there was whatever. definitely, like, uh, half the game easily. Yeah, dark and light were too stupid in this game, for sure. Like yeah. every dungeon had multiple packs where you could be like, "Oh, I'll just cast Hama on, which is light damage on everyone for like eight MP, and it'll kill five out of the six demons." It's like, okay, Hama carried me. Hama carried me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nemesis is super fucking broken. The the, the, whole, right. the whole like I guess it's just the stats in general, like the way stats scale with raw damage. Like I was using. What does she get? She gets like Megiddo. Yes. Some kind of single target Megiddo type almighty damage. Yeah. And I was hitting bosses for like 1500 with that. And then you. Hello? Yeah. You you just like buff with Makakaja and you just wipe out bosses in like five turns. It's stupid. Most of it was like, I think 400 on weakness or something like that. But I use only, I use mostly Agi, whatever. Agi, how you you say that? I don't know. But uh, in my experience, I, th- I found Aggie stronger than Megiddo for some reason. I don't know why. It depends on the demon too, yeah. Because if you if they resist fire at all in any capacity, obviously Megiddo is better. But I, yeah. I forget which one she gets because it's single target. I don't remember what it's called. I don't You're it. right. It's Megiddo. Okay. Yeah, because in most games, Megiddo is, is AOE. Yeah. Very I think uh, in this game, the way it works is for Megiddo and Hama and Udo, uh, the first stage is one target. The second stage is one one row, and the third one stage is then, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they fucked with the naming conventions. That's annoying. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about the boss fights? I thought mostly they were a joke. I also didn't mess yeah. with the difficulty settings. I know that's in the the three DS version, but I, I didn't want to like fuck with any of that. The bosses are all super easy. This is one of the games where I didn't... Well, I'm, I generally don't plan when I'm playing Mega Ten games because you can just figure out the basic mechanics and you can just breeze through the game. Yeah, you just save before uh, the boss fight and it's like, oh, I need to make an adjustment. Yeah. But this one... Well, that's I, one thing about... I, this one, I felt like I was able to pick just whatever demons and I would always do fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like, I just didn't really matter too much. Namissa and Patag would do everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I had forgotten that um when you load into Finnegan's fights, he always kills off your Zoma. Oh, really? Zed? On the first, as I kept going in, I was like, why did I keep dying? Oh shit! I should just read the screen. That's why. I didn't know that. Uh, I had never used him, so I wouldn't know. 
I think part of what makes the bosses so easy is that the save spots in this game are very common. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. and even an app that lets you save wherever, which I used a lot. Yeah, Strange Journey Redux status, yeah. I think the only boss I had a problem with in this game was, uh, was it Satan Nail? Was it? Was it? I think it had like this. Oh yeah, where, uh, like, it gets in like half your party to the to the, uh, to the comp or whatever, whatever it wanted to. It was so dumb. Yeah, yeah, that that was interesting. All the boss mechanics were actually pretty interesting. They had like directional yeah. abilities. Like there was, yeah, there was, was a. I think was it Tiamat or someone else had an ability that no, it wasn't Tiamat. It was some robot character. He had an ability that would shoot the middle character. The it was models. It was models. Yeah, yeah, like the robot guy, and he would shoot the back yeah. right too. It was like a V shape. It's really interesting yes. all these directional attacks they put. It's very cool because it kind of makes you think about where to place your guys. Um, so yeah, and sending people back to comp—that's always kind of interesting. It's not that bad because Nemesis has uh, Sabatomer or whatever, so you can just summon them back. It's not really a big deal. That reminds me, did you guys use that move in the Chroma or whatever it's called? That move is so broken. I've read about it in the fact, and I didn't understand it. I never had to use it though. When a when a demon on your team dies, he revives it, and it has zero health. So whenever he gets attacked, it doesn't die. It's just like it's just immortal until you heal it. And if you heal it, it dies. But other than that, it's immortal uh, the whole time. It can't be killed. It's, so it's so undead, it so it, like bars. it only dies from heals. So can the enemy heal it though? Uh, I haven't seen that happen. So maybe, but I haven't seen that. Maybe with a charm, yeah. That's pretty cool. It was, yeah, I tried reading that. Really cool. and I was like, was, what does that mean? Strong. But I never had to use it because, like, if someone died, I would just keep pressing on with damage anyway, and I would just win. So, yeah, I read something about the fat guy that was pretty interesting, but yeah, I don't know, I didn't really do anything with it. Um, oh, yeah, one thing I have in my notes here about combat I usually don't like how there's a million different types of damage in some of the older games, but I really like the addition of skill. Because, like, uh, you have people who are, like, they'll be, like, reflex, strike, and slash, which is, like, physical damage. But they don't resist skill damage, which is a method for strength-based demons to deal damage without relying on a purely physical attack. Which is interesting. Oh, that's, like, the skills, like, a. Uh... What's it called? I know it's I usually gun type stuff, but like a twist off is one of them. Like Gog Magog had that. Um, it's a weird variety of things. It's kind of like a miscellaneous type. Uh, I had a few that were magic. Like uh, I know. Yes. What's that? It's a fury demon. It's called like Tuna Two or something like that. It's like a dude in like a, a tiny sun. He had a skill called Radiance, and it was a light skill that was it was like a light. It wasn't magic. It was it was actual skill. Right. And it like pierced damage. Yeah. I think. Uh, Israfel had like a, a force thing called Shockwave, I think. It was really strong, too. But yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. It was pretty cool because, like, if you look at the more modern example of like DX2, the, what they do is allow people with strength scaling to not necessarily rely just on sh physical damage. So, like, there'll be like almighty damage that scales off of strength and shit like that. But a lot of the a lot of these games don't have that. If you're a strength demon and someone's null fizz, you're just completely shit out of luck. You're you're not doing anything. Yeah. So I think skill and you know some of the other types of damage 
it's an interesting way around that. Yeah. It, it is a little bloated with having to track like 19 different damage types. But I like that little detail of like still being able to do something and not feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed now because he knows this one thing that this guy can do. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the battle mechanics uh, systems that all they have to do is kind of revisit it and kind of tighten it up and it would be better. You know, it's not, there's not a whole lot lost in some of the stuff. To me, even having that many um, different damage types is not that big of a deal. It's to me, it's better than having the seven or eight that we normally get. You know, just right. like you know, seventeen isn't that big of a number. I mean, unless you're over the age of or under the age of twelve, but that's only on offense. It's a lot to read when you have seventeen different damage types to read. Be like, all right, he's this. this. There is a lot yeah, going on the screen. Loaded. That's for sure. I feel like you're done the ui better to not be like that <laughs> i don't know how to explain it yeah it is hard though because like to revamp the ui you'd still have to account for all the existing systems because they're not going back and remastering the systems you know like the core yeah. gameplay mechanics so it's like eh, how do you do that i don't know if I hadn't played this or played Megaton before, I'd have a hard time remembering any of the demons' names because they don't yeah. really show up on yeah, screen. Yeah, and the, the, the UI is very annoying at times, too. Like, getting to the detail of a specific demon, that's annoying. Yeah. Um, speaking of names, I wanted to talk about Katakura. Do you guys have any inkling of who he could be based off of, If based off anyone? Bill Gates. Yeah. And the thing that's funny is his name is literally... <laughs> is that name. real? Yeah. <laughs> his, he was based off of Bill Gates. Okay, that was, was a guess. His that's... name in kanji, like the first part of it, the comma, or the... Oh, sorry, kato. Yeah. It, it, oh, it's a gate. gate. <laughs> kura, whatever kura means. But mon and then whatever. That's... So I think it's hilarious that, like... You know what's crazy? But... <laughs> the Kaneko predict the Ronies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> He knew it. <laughs> Hold on. He know In, in a, a dialogue I recall very clearly, Katakura is talking to us about how the antenna is going to spread the demon virus road. <laughs> Six says to Katakura, <laughs> you're going to spread your demons to the whole world? And Katakura goes, yes, everyone is going to have the demon. Da, da, da. It, Bill Gates, wow. don't, get, don't get the vaccination. Bill Gates is going to track it. <laughs> so is the truth. going to sacrifice your soul to demon. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like we touched all of the oh, no. major parts of the <laughs> game. All the good conspiracy theory. Oh. I, I want to talk about like, some of the goofy things that happened to you guys while playing or some weird things that you noticed. That Wait, we, 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 we skipped the side quests. Sorry, what? Oh, yeah, let's talk briefly about we side quests. Side quests. I didn't. The only one I noticed, you guys started talking about them. I when I first checked the fact was like halfway through the game. I noticed I missed like three of them probably, and I got to the monkey only three the monkey facility one, which yeah, was terrible. The one. Monkey <laughs> Romero the monkey is a god tier character. Yeah, okay, I love it. It was hilarious. The encounter rate up to the boss fight was literal cancer. I would rather go through chemotherapy than encounter that again. I, I, I actually got one. I went there. Wow. Be I was but, chugging uh, with yeah. pulse water because every three steps, it's like random chimp event. Not even three. It was like two or one. Three is generous, yes. But repulse water, 
guys well, didn't I have chug pul- repulse water. You know, it's like four hundred bucks or whatever. Chug that. Keep moving. Fight this stupid monkey. Yeah, the the writing for the whole thing with the monkey <laughs> was hilarious. Uh, you have to pass a quiz to beat the boss fight, and like pass multiple <laughs> quizzes to get to the boss fight. It's like this is. The, simultaneously the dumbest fucking thing in the world, but also very funny. Yeah, I th- Did you guys like the quizzes or no? Uh, no, it's great. I, when I failed one or two, and I was like, this game sucks. But then I just was like, <laughs> alright, you got me. That was good. Let's let's keep going. I failed like five. Not even five. I could eight of them, <laughs> oh, to be honest. It was like, what's one plus one? And you're like... <sighs> and the funniest part, too, was... uh. His dialogue changes when you lose too, and he keeps making fun of you. If he keeps changing, it's very fun. Yeah, I think yeah, I think those extremely high effort, almost unreasonably high effort, like shit post of a dungeon. Yep, but it's good, and I love this smug worst, look on his face too. He looks so smug. He's very smug the entire time. Yes. And the worst part is like the third question is like a fake question. Well, not a fake one. It's like a it's a it's not a, it's not a riddle. That's a thing. He says it's not gonna be it's gonna be a regular question. So every time he said that, I got really I got really scared. I was like, oh, is he gonna trick me here? <laughs> Man, that was fun. Uh, there was also the you you didn't, you didn't do the first two right. You only did that one. I've, I missed the first one. It's something about a ghost on a road or something. I read something about uh, it, but I was like, I didn't get this. Yeah, you get the the biker. He's going too fast. He crashes on a road, and you have to chase him down the he's highway. He's a hellbiker. And nice. yeah, he's like hellbiker, but he looks like a power of course, ranger. Of would think that's cool. What's, what's, the, what's his name? Uh, Speed Demon, I think. Um. Uh, yeah, Turbo Granny. Something like that. I forgot. Turbo Granny. <laughs> she appears in this game. I, I, I her <laughs> yeah, speed demon. Killed her. Uh, uh, I I really like the the garden one where you jump over the walls and over, do the moon yeah, phases. VR park. That was pretty kinda, simple, but I didn't like it at the end because it it came like a a dark room type thing, and like I couldn't tell where I was going, and you had to jump still. Yeah, that's why I liked I mean, it. I think it was better in this one because you can you can kind of see in dark rooms in this game, so it wasn't that bad. But it was kind of like, bro, come on now, <laughs> like, come on. I think I did that. Was that before you go to Aldon? I liked it. That is before, yeah. Okay, I think yeah. I did that. It's kind of weak to like. The, I wish that boss was different, but it feels like it felt like that boss should have been in the main game. It's the same thing you're already doing. Like all, all I was doing was like a the soul stealing thing. So I just felt like it was extra content. I was just yeah, like, yeah. It, so what was the sea arc too? Is that a so I ran the fact that's a post-game thing. You have to go there after you uh, win. Yeah, I think so. It's so annoying, because I was like, I was going up in levels incrementally as I played. And like before the final dungeon, I went in again, and it was like, there's 20 floors or something. It was like, floor eight, you can't get in. It's like, what What am I supposed to do? I, I'm at the last dungeon, I can't get into the eighth floor? What is going on? I was using that to like uh, for a mag if I ever got low. Yeah, especially early game, because I was low a lot early game. That'd be a good use for that. I personally, I dumped mags so hard on Nemesis that I, I would just wipe everything. You should be magnetite. 
Ma- uh, magic attack. Sorry. Also, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I spent like an hour grinding this game today. So I could fuse our mighty. And like I accidentally fused, I accidentally grinded for like an hour and got uh, like eighty thousand mag. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's the thing with magnetized system is it's kind of silly because it's like you can get low if you're overloaded on party members. But then if you have way too much, it's like what do I do with this? Like in this game, I can exchange it for money, but what do I do with money? I already have all the best armor that they sell. I don't need any more. I use Compendium stuff and then fed it to my Zed. Yeah, I guess so. I don't really do anything that fancy, though, to beat it. Although, again, I didn't fuck with any of the difficulty settings. Maybe if you do that or you do New Game Plus, you gotta start doing that stuff. I don't know. I, I'm sure right. the hard mode requires quite a bit. Oh, I heard a new game plus. You can say spooky. Is that true? Yeah, you can. You can actually save him. It doesn't really change much other than and the feel of the scene is actually really kind of different too. Because like in the original ending, he he dies right, and everyone's just kind of like reminiscing and saying, "Okay, the spookies will always be together. We'll you know be in each other's thoughts." So it's kind of like everyone's really attached to the past, right? Whereas in the new ending, where if you save him, it's more like, okay, we're disbanding, we're still friends and all, but you guys all need to go on and yeah, move it's... on with your life. So it's a very different feel. I think it fits better with the theme of the game than the old ending does. Surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. I, f- what is it? I forgot what Spooky says. He says something like, oh, I'm going to try to figure out my true purpose or something. Yeah, because the whole reason why he started the, the group is because he was being petty. Because he was upset that uh, Kato yeah. Kura was better than him at coding. So he was just kind of off-pouting. Yeah, I mean, well, he, he's right. Kato Kura is better. And he has... <laughs> Obviously, he just almost <laughs> destroyed the world. Um, let's see. I, I feel like we, we have to somehow segue into talking about the differences in the versions. <laughs> well, that's the difference. That like the you couldn't save Spooky in the um, Sega Saturn version. Oh. Yeah, they no, added that I don't to think the so. PS One version. Probably some yeah. of the changes that we got in the 3DS version are basically just from the PS One version. Because I know um, the prototype Nemechi comes from the PS One version. Oh, that is something I forgot to mention. Nemechi, yeah. uh, the the final version looks just like the of uh, Nemissa at the very end of the really? game. Yeah, they look just alike. It. So I'm guessing male Nemechi is supposed to be uh, Manitou mm, or something because right. you know their counterpart. So, but yeah, uh, female Nemechi looks just like Nemissa. Yeah, I didn't really mess with the system because that's like, uh, is that reliant on Street Pass? That thing, or it's on coins, not Street Pass. Uh, yeah, but I used, um, I shook my DS for coins. (laughs) It's a good way to do it. 
It's the only way to do it because no one owns Soul yes. Hackers. You could just strap it to a ceiling fan and turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that. God damn, that's a great. Idea. I don't think that works. No, it sounds good, but I don't think it works. Yeah. <laughs> I spent like over a hundred coins on the Mechi, and by the time I did it, it had no law demons, so I was there hurt. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think it gives you some for free or something, right? I bought something with that. Uh, you had to spend uh, points for that. I think, but maybe I just had points or something. I don't know. And I'm pretty sure that I think it's like has different sets of demons you can buy. But the one I had only had the only one the only demon it had was a uh, Moshofu, whatever her name is. I was very upset. Yeah, yeah. I know demon. People are horny for her. I don't like that. Yeah, little that's, girl. That's little yeah. Awful. That's bad. Don't do that. That's the appeal. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, you can't do that. Her design her is cool. I like the aesthetic. Cool. She's um, very funny. I like her. She's wearing a parka. I mean, what's? She's wearing a parka and weird lipstick. I mean, what's the what's the well, idea? She's, there? she's got like a hawk head hat <laughs> thing. A what? A lot of people wear hats. It's not unique. Okay, I mean, I know you have a fedora, but that doesn't mean everyone else. Wears <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> How dare you! But uh, yeah, changes in the game. Um, one of them was Kinap's <laughs> name. What was Kinap's name? Uh, in Japanese, it's a red man. The race is Kinap. Kinapraka is based on uh, you know his heritage. Interesting. Native American. I wonder where the name Red Man came from. Um, tell me. Hitomi actually wants to go visit where uh, Nemissa was born. Uh, so I'm assuming she goes to visit where that tribe. Um, I forgot what tribe it was. Uh, the Apache. At the end of the game. I don't know. Who cares? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I, I like the Kinap a lot in the game. Like he's, uh, I think, what does he start off as yeah, a coyote, coyote or something? Coyote and yeah. a rabbit and then and something else maybe. And then he's a, he's a racist looking caricature. He's like, he's like the guy from Cleveland Indians. At the oh, end. he's he ends up like, as a vulture. He's a vulture, yeah. But at the very end, right he's before a human, he, but he looks like the Cleveland. Yeah, uh, this isn't yeah. really very related, but this reminded this made me think of it when you brought up the uh, the kidnap thing. I was thinking like, how could why would Native Americans be there? But then I thought, why would Sumer- ancient Sumerian gods be underneath this Japanese city? Yes, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Like, it's very, it's why time at very egocentric Japan mindset. Because the world actually revolves around America. You have to understand. Not Japan. How many times has yeah. America been duped? Think about that. That like, you know, is cool. I like it a lot. What makes the red man red? <laughs> the pain he's wearing. <laughs> Hello. Me and my people used to roam the land many moons ago. I wish they'd gone full red face with the voice. Maybe getting canceled this episode. I, want I think I there's mean, a reason well, why they changed his name to Keenap. Let's, let's go. Let's go in on this. What about L? Keenap mean something? Also, or no? Yeah, it means like ascended one. It's like um, I don't know. It's like a title given to people who have sort of gotten like a 
I don't know what to call it. It's like kind of like a transcendence thing. It's like people have gone to the spirit realm. That's what like a keynote is. Yeah, like warriors. It's not like a literal back. name. It's like a title type thing. Oh, it is. I thought you were being racist before. No, That's crazy. Back to being racist, by the way. Oh, goddamn. What was I saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the actually L-1 not being 15? racist. That's a different term, prejudice. But uh, those guys, yikes! That voice acting—that's very ill-advised. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, you encounter these characters along the way. They're like they're basically set up to be like Daft Punk, but also hackers like you. Why is everyone in the city hackers? I get that it's like fully connected and everyone has free computers and internet access, whatever. But like. You'd think that fewer people would have these extremely online, like, uh, professions or whatever, interests. Uh, I guess a bunch of nerds hang out with a bunch of nerds. These guys have the most, what would you call it, fey accents? Uh, Sure. Okay. Flamboyant? Yeah, go ahead and listen to L115 voice, voice lines. It's, uh... Perhaps not aged well. Very funny. But uh, perhaps ill-advised. I wouldn't be surprised if Alice was cancelled at some point for this. I like the orange one. It was, just, it was the other one, really, that was, that was the most flamboyant. Kind of they were equally pretty criminal. I'm okay with this, by the way. I'm fine with it. But just a, in an optics view, it's like, ooh. It's a tough one. Um. I thought it was fine. They weren't yeah, like annoying really or anything. Been. I thought it was funny, but I thought it was been, bro. I'm just thinking about if someone like apropos of nothing came into this game and listened to this, it's like, uh oh. In twenty twenty, this could this could be bad. This game I mean this game has a lot of stereotypes. Yeah. A lot of stereotypes. What of them? But it's funny. We already knew it could have been more racist. Yeah. Think about it. Like I was saying, with the red face. Yeah, true. Could have been more racist. We could have had Funky Student. Maybe one of the most racist characters. Japanese guy with an afro? Funky Student. Come on, man. Japanese guy with an afro? <laughs> he's... he's... <laughs> Who dare call him Japanese? Glib, can you black me up here? Can you, you just say, can you black <laughs> me up? Is that a party and slip? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm That's awful. I think we can get um, into the questions now because we okay. definitely. <laughs> well, actually, no. Oh, I wanted to talk about the yeah, extra dungeon, the, right, cha- the changes. They cut out like a ton of the dialogue for Rhino. Yeah, I posted it earlier. That oh, right, the translation right, right. I did. Yeah, it's like um, right before Kyoji, uh, you get a bunch of questions like, uh, "Why are you seeking power? Um, what's your reason for it?" And you know, you end up talking to this nameless god, and um, you know, he says, "Okay, you've conquered yourself, and you know, learn to deal oh. with your shit." And he bids you farewell, and you wake up, right? And the other one, you talk to Rido, and he makes fun of you, and they leave. Yeah, the end. Which I gotta say, it's like super disappointing. If you're if you played the extra dungeon, going, oh yeah, we get to experience Rido and Rido, or um, it's gonna be a really fun time. It's like the most like not good 
voice acting in the game in terms of like the dialogue. I think the delivery is not good because I don't think that they fit the characters, especially Goto. Um, yeah, the stuff the it's just it's like me for clarity. Is this a is this a new game plus situation or is this a C arc thing? Or it's just post game. It's post game. So extra dungeon. So originally, extra dungeon was a bonus disc you can get by buying the second volume of the Demon Compendium disc that was exclusive to uh, Sega Saturn. So you have to buy one, and then you buy the, the second wow, one. You that can wildly get a confusing. Yeah, you get a wild, a random chance to get this dumb disc, which has the bonus content of being able to fight um, Kyoji. In this version, it's just included with the game, and you can just do it. And oh, they, sure DLC is bad these days, folks. I yeah, mean. that's it's the most ridiculous. It's actually one of the most expensive um, in terms of rarity. It's uh, the last I saw. I think it was like six hundred dollars for the actual original bonus disc thing. Yeah, so I don't have wow. to suffice to say. So you're poor. Okay. Cool, go on. Right. Well, you can buy it for me. I'll, I'll give you one of my Black Frosts and you can give me... <laughs> That's a, what a trade. What a tell you. Oh, jeez. But I, f- I forget exactly what um, Raido says when you beat him. Well, before you beat him, he says such garbage things as, oh, um, I need to stretch my legs a bit. Let's Let's fight. Um, let's just let's fight this guy. Then he heals you, and he's like, "Okay, well, get ready. Let's see." Because he makes fun of you for using, um, using your gump to summon demons instead of using tubes, because apparently, tubes are the are the best way to do it. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, say kids, to rely yeah, on their exactly. computers too much or whatever." And then you, after you beat him, he's like, <laughs> basically, he's like, "Oh, okay." And then the real ride out comes, and he's like. Oh, we gotta go. We have, to, we have to finish our mission, and then the thug right. I was like, no, let's go to the club, and I bet the girls here are really nice. And then the goody two shoes right. I was like, oh, I, I want, I'd rather not. And it's like, it's like, why? I don't want to hear this. Like, this is not when I think right. I don't think <laughs> that dialogue is changed at all. There's really multiple Rido's? Um, yeah. So I don't want to spoil the yeah. Rido games too much, but the, yeah, there's multiple Rido's in this. Um, so play Rido. I mean, maybe we'll play Rido, but I didn't like that dialogue exchange. I thought it was out of character for both um, characters, and then Goto was annoying in that too. The way they did his weird, they did like a weird um, echo effect on his voice, which I was like, why? Like, it's it exists in the Japanese version too, but I didn't, I just didn't understand why it was there, and the fights were easy too. I want the original dialogue because it was like the only bit of character that yeah. the main character gets. I mean, you get a lot right? of people asking you what you're yeah. going to do in the game, so I guess that counts as character. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't play any of that. I I, I didn't finish Extra Dungeon, though. I I just watched the Rhino part. <laughs> I only did... Wow. Video. Fraud. Fraud alert. Yeah. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't finish it either. <laughs> I only knew about it because of the um, the Japanese version. So I had to do the video. I only only watched it because I, it was boring. It's not. It wasn't difficult. It wasn't fun. I was just like, I don't care. Because when you beat Kyoji, nothing really happens. It's just he's just like, oh yeah, um, this the guy. This guy is the, one of the strongest um, devil summoners of all time. And then you mollywop him easily, and then he's like, oh okay, he's going away now. And, and I was like, okay, thank you. Go home, old man. Like no, like ugh. So I, I don't know. I, I thought Extra Dungeon was 
pretty disappointing. And if I got that disc, like like in lottery in Japan, nineteen ninety six, I'll be angry. So I'm like, why? What is the point of this? It's not fun. But well, the 1996 oh, one has oh, a different right, right, right. ending, though. Still. Still. <laughs> Still sucks. Um, what else did they... What else were, like, was worth mentioning? Uh, uh, untranslated um, text, maybe? Do you check the stuff? Oh, yeah. Um, one of the two, or one or two of the terminals I found had untranslated text when you were trying to save. I was like... Because it says it in English, and you look up, and it's like, oh, it's Japanese. I don't know what to do now. How do I save? Uh, yeah, then Glib, you found uh, yes. one too, right? Uh, I forget when it happened exactly, but it was during negotiation with a female demon, and it happened to me once. Uh, Women. It wasn't right. really major enough for me to care much. It happened it only happened once, so I didn't really bug about it. Oh, I experienced something unusual. It doesn't really matter to me, Glib. This is you're you're just like the people who who um, played SMT4 Apocalypse and didn't get the text. We're just too good, so we didn't notice that there was untranslated text. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I didn't change my experience. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it, yeah, that's not a big thing, but it's it worth is noting. That's a couple lines of text not translated. Is there's probably more too that I missed because yeah. I didn't do everything. Yeah. Now we can get into the questions. Uh, right? I don't know it up actually. Hold on, give me one second. Okay, so I asked I asked for a series of questions as related to soul hackers because you know I thought it would be better slash more interesting to answer questions or field questions in relation to the game. Um, I won't say that all the questions that were asked were good, and you guys will see what I mean. Sure. <laughs> Some of these not looking great. But we'll start with something we've already addressed in a way. Who is bigger on the W2F scale, Snappy the Dolphin, or Romero the Monkey? This comes in from Gordonian Kid on Twitter. I, I like Snappy the Dolphin more. I like more. Romero more, but I think Snappy was more what's W2F. Yeah, I felt more WTF about Snappy. But they're, but they're both pretty WTF in different ways because Snappy is kind of rapey and weird, but Romero is <laughs> more bizarre. You know, Romero is funny. It's very funny. Romero's also bizarre. Great. The idea of this monkey with an exposed brain who's become very intelligent. Yeah, well, it's like that horror movie. Romero is not as shocking, I guess. Yeah, but like Snappy had like wings and stuff instead of like. Like the gimmick I said before about him absorbing magic, and you can't really tell. I mean, it looks like he's doing it, but he's not actually doing it. So it was a lot more yeah. weird for me. Um, wasn't Snappy based off Echo the Dolphin? I had no clue. Uh, I, I mean, don't know. I think <laughs> Creepy Echo is definitely what I thought based of. Based off of real dolphins. So if Snappy the Dolphin is a dolphin, then technically, in a way, yes. Because That's deep, bro. Echo is just yeah. the dolphin. By the way, the last stage of Echo the Dolphin, what the fuck was that? Did you ever play that game? No, I Welcome didn't. I didn't beat it, but I played it. What the fuck is that? That shit is crazy, dude. Go back and play that. <laughs> it, gets remember pretty, that. it gets pretty nuts. There's aliens. It's, it's insane. 
Yeah. Oh, I remember show, the aliens. Yeah, Vulcan the Machine. Play that. Uh, Echo the Dolphin OST track 12 or whatever. Anyway, moving on. At NaviX2 on Twitter writes in, is that a good game? In reference to Soul Hackers. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, say I out of so. all the spoiler casts so far, this is the most good spoiler cast. <laughs> This is it's the one I have the most fun universally with so positive, far. but also the com- the competition is not very strong overall. Yeah, it's been I, all almost all bad games except Machin. Machin, we like Machin. Yeah, we Machin like is a cool game. Yeah, yeah I like Machin too, but it's yeah. not as fun to Machin play as like it's kind of broken for me too. <laughs> yeah, Machin is is a weird experience. Yeah, if I was gonna rate it like one to ten, one being like a very bad game, I guess <laughs> you mean if. <laughs> No, like a really bad game. Like, <laughs> almost okay, almost as bad as if. I see what you're saying. Limited Saga. If you guys ever played a, a Limited Saga, it's a horrible game. It's one of it's one of the worst games I've ever played. Nope. Um. Okay, but like that's like one, and then ten being a, a perfect game, which I don't have any of those. The highest ranking games are like Strange Journey or other nine games. Right. I'll give them like an eight or maybe a high seven, like a seven point five or something. Okay. That seems fair. Wait for me too, I think. Yeah, sure. Eight or nine. Point scale, that's good. Eight point five, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Going a little too extra there. Eight point five. Look, Ooh. man, this game is in my top five Mega Ten. Actually, I would agree. I would what say is the top five? five? Is it snappy? Maybe top three. Maybe. maybe top three. Top three? Oh no, no. Top five? Yes. I, I I think about it. From day, definitely top five. From day to day, it depends for me for top three. But honestly. Some days, yeah. Mm, All right. Okay. Moving on, shop flavor. Okay. Uh, from Brandon <laughs> at Das Whalebeard, right? Since saying, why is Soul Hackers just comma the best? I guess this is actually just the same question that we answered. Uh, um, it's not. It's not the it's not best. Even the best it's not it's, even the best Devil Summoner game. <laughs> sure. I don't know. I think it's the best, that, but it's. It's the only <laughs> Devil Summoner game I've played. Devil Summoner Rhino 2. Yeah, uh, those are next. For me, anyways. Yeah. Well, here's a similar one. BLM at Sonic Kick at Sonic Kick 2 on Twitter writes, Why is Nemesis the best? She's not the best. She's um, pretty good, though. She's a good contender. Especially for, she was funny. I like gameplay. For, for female side character MC type stand-in person. Might be the best for that category. You, Argyla? I, I like that she's outspoken. I like that Argyla in the game, she's not actually caring about Hatomi. I wish I could punch yeah. you through the... the, the <laughs> Argyla is Garbaggio. Molto Garbaggio. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm pinching <laughs> two of my fingers together, making sort of like the... Like that thing <laughs> with the Italian. The Molto Garbaggio. <laughs> I'm doing um, one of those things. No, Nemissa was the best female character in the game. The best female design is that is Mayon or whatever the girl's name. Oh, the um, and the umbrella phantom or phantom what society, right? Phantom society. Phantom yeah, society. Yeah, be- that's it. And she shows up for like a minute. Because Kaneko had a really <laughs> cool design. And was like, guys, imagine oh, if is that the umbrella bitch? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I right. love her umbrella. Why I have her have umbrella an and imagine. entire character for her? That is a real question. 
She is there for legitimately one I had fight. Like a, a thirty second fever dream while you were talking, being like, "Who is this character?" And then I was like, "There was a like, a like Ren Fair ass umbrella bitch who showed up in this game. That must have been her." And it yes. was. So Isn't that brings us to our next question from Lamb at Dismal Lamb on Twitter: Best soul hackers design, and why is it Mayone? <laughs> Oh, for, for that, <laughs> Finnegan was my oh, favorite because I think it's the most He's alpha cool. male. <laughs> yeah. Fingerless gloves, balding, 1997. Great look. Good question. Great look. When you guys fought yeah. Finnegan the first time, well, I guess I can, maybe the second time, I think. You Did you guys fight him solo or not? I cheated for sure. Yeah. Wow. He, he, already, I solo. he was a hitman. He's not an honorable person. Bro. I'm not gonna let Nemesis miss out on that. First of all, Nemesis is busted. Why would I not bring her? Second of all, this man has no honor. You're scared, bro. You're scared, bro. I don't have a gun. He has a gun. I'm a I guess I had a gun. Oh, he can be a gun too. What are you talking about? <laughs> I guess I had a gun. That's true. I'm like I'm a 15 year old. He's a grown ass man. He should be able to handle a demon. A demon bitch in a cat yeah. suit. He's he's an honorless pig. That's what I think about him. <laughs> if he had, if he had demonstrated any sense of, of equity towards me, any honor at all, I would have respected his dual offer. But that seemed like a trick because he kidnapped my friend. Well, not some retard yeah. I associate with, not really my friend, but <laughs> you know, idea. <laughs> Same idea. Sidebar: I would have said that um, Spooky um, was the best design, but knowing that he's supposed to be 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it diminishes uh, it. Yeah. Well, he's based off of Fox, uh, what, Fox Mulder, looked, so he kind of uh, looks like him yeah. at 25. And his, and his name is uh, that Nintendo guy, right? Uh, Sakurai? Yeah, Sakurai. Yeah, Masahiro yeah. Sakurai. Who, who is he in, in Zelda? Oh, Smash, Smash Bros. Smash Smash guy? Yeah. He's he's stuck in the hell that is making Smash. Imagine, imagine he's Kirby. Kirby. He's Kirby. More importantly, he is Kirby. Yeah, Kirby. 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 Is the best part of like his Kirby. Life. Go ahead and please kill yourself. I'm just gonna say that right now. Wait, if what? I'm sorry. What? Kirby. You said if you play Kirby. No, I said if you don't like Kirby. Oh, yeah. I think everyone universally likes Kirby. It's one that's of those... what you hope, but there's evil under every rock out there. <laughs> We have to cleanse Kirby's every fine. Kirby. Spider, spider is looking really. <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, she's pulling out her colleague. I love Kirby. <laughs> Kirby's great. <laughs> oh, I definitely don't have a death wish. Yeah, no, I know plenty of people like Kirby. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Uh, my favorite design would probably be. I mean, honestly, so like Nemesa is like. I, I purposely wasn't interested in Soul Hackers purely because of how horny people were for Nemesa. And I just <laughs> thought she was a pair of tits for a long time. Cause I've I've seen I've seen, you know, her character posted everywhere and like people talking about soul hackers and all this like Native American mythology, or whatever. And I'm like, I think you guys are all just horny retards. Like I don't think you actually care about any of this stuff. But she's actually like a cool like design for a character. It's cool that her hair turns white when she's demon mode. I think that's a cool design. I like it. I mean, it's not what yeah, she looks nothing like you expected to. I mean, she acts nothing like she expected from her looks, I guess, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. She's much. She's not as like blatantly 
sexually goth. oriented or whatever you'd call it. See, I thought she was going to be more goth, like I, like I was going to be talking to the lead singer of Evanescence or something. Like <laughs> but she, and yeah, she's, she's super bright, really yeah, bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like very spiteful and like mean at times, but not personally. Like lead you know? singer of Evanescence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> you're, we're going back to the AMV thing. I think you're going back to that. You gotta, you gotta break away from that. <laughs> I kind of want to make a um, so after the MV now. <laughs> Dark Soul Hackers tribute. <laughs> oh, we should make it. Uh, what's that one song they used from Naruto? Uh, from Three Days Grace. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> from the Mista, from the Mista in uh, <laughs> I, That'd be I'm great. Those guts are crushing right there, sir. Please, watch this that I just posted. I really like uh. <laughs> Yeah, please, everyone, watch this. Oh no, I really like um, the designs of Mayone. I, so. I think it's Mayone and uh, Nemissa, of course. The guy at the OA and Vincent and his maid, the deadpan maid. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Mary. Her face just never <laughs> changes. Red that yes, you, you get a smile if you do a certain quest line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if it's a oh, new really? game plus, you have to do certain things and say certain oh. things in dialogue, and at some point she'll smile. Her character model will smile. That's cool. yeah. I know that. Oh, I should have done that. Well, who knows? <laughs> goes high in the scale too. Yeah. Tell me, guys, name any demons? You just guys name characters? Did you guys watch the video? <laughs> I can't. I'm on my phone. No. Come on. Come on. I'm not gonna watch that video. <laughs> please, please watch it. I'll watch it right now. If it's trash, I'm killing you. <laughs> it's going to be bad. Okay. Um, so I'll read the next question. This is some <laughs> Ghostbuster stuff. Uh, so um, we're going to post a link to this in the description, by the way. Um, I'm trying to think of like... Um, so th one thing that I'll say that I forgot to mention about Soul Hackers that is a real huge plus is... A lot, Soul Hackers has like some of the coolest like demon designs. Some of the modern ones that we like now come from Soul Hackers, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so, probably. Yeah, like um, I almost want to say, what's the name of that dragon? The one with the um, the heart, the, uh, the metal. Yeah, is, I believe the Fafnir? cool Fafnir design comes from Soul Hackers. Oh, the metal one. Okay. Yeah, and there's other ones too, but that's the, that's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, like, I like the metal one the most. That's a cool one. Yeah, it doesn't and make I, any sense because he's supposed to be have been slain by Siegfried. It make it makes perfect sense. What are you talking about? Well, he's made out of metal, and Siegfried's sword is just made out of metal. So, what do you do with that? You, I mean, you can still slay metal with metal. No, you can bend it. Uh, have you played Dragon Quest? You use metal slash on metal slimes. Shut up. Do you watch Dark Urkel Tribute or not? I did watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You like it? it was very dumb, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> We're going to post that, folks. You can enjoy it with us. I was on speaking to too, though. So that's what I'm talking about with the MV thing. With you're talking about, keep talking about Evanescence. That's what I'm talking about. So anyway, we'll move on. Oh, the other thing is, sure. um, in Soul Hackers, the original Soul Hackers has the cool Chernabog design. For some reason, the 3DS version has the ugly Chernabog. The not mushroom. Yeah, but the mushroom woman was created for soul hackers. If I was mushroom, really? Yeah, really? Yeah, mushroom is very cool. Yeah, so I thought I saw mushroom. Huh? 
I thought I saw a mushroom. That's the idea. This was in Soul Hackers, but before in other games, it was a shitty non-mushroom. Yeah, the one with just a cape and like a um, a scythe, I think. So, like the odd thing, because the turn of art just means, I think, literally just dark god or god of darkness. So you can do whatever you want. But the idea is a weird mushroom man that poisons people. That's a cool interpretation. I like that. Yeah, because mushrooms can grow in the dark. It's perfect. Yep, it works. Great job. My I update my Soul Hackers power listing to be that that Charnabog is the best Soul Hackers character in the game. Okay, the best design, right? Yeah, not well, the best character in design. Well, yeah. this is, I think we've you think you stepped on this question because our next question is from Jason Stu. Hashtag P4G broke free. Very funny. <laughs> uh, at Jason Stu two writes in asking why are there so many new demon designs in Soul Hackers compared to any other Mega Ten game. So I guess we can we sort of already started talking about this. My conspiracy. Oh, sorry, go go ahead. Oh, it's, yeah, it's yeah. add-on to content. I mean, on a system that can hold more data than the older. Well, can it? Well, I guess compared to previous iterations. I don't know if it can hold the second pattern for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I really like the Shemyaza design. That was really cool. See, I don't know what this question means. If there are they referring to the demons that were added. To um, do a 3DS version, the fifth—I think it's like 50—is what they added. I or, think they mean the original ones. Yeah, like the Mechi and whatever else. I think they mean the ones designed for it, not the ones. Can answer to both it. versions of the question, as if like you know, Soul Hackers as an entry to Mega Ten. Why did that have more new designs? And also, why did the Western release have more designs? Um, my, I mean, for the original Soul Hackers, the reason would most likely be this is the time. Where they just hired Shireishi and Soijima, so they had more people in the art um, department. So they were probably just had more people hands to make more demons art because I know that they divided the coloring job, so that probably freed up Kaneko to design more things, which is probably why the character designs are so wild in this one. Um, for the modern one, I don't know, just because yeah, when you make, really release a game, you want more content, and demons is an easy content to put. That's what I think. Okay. Anyone else have any opinions <laughs> on this topic? I know. I was like, did I? Yeah, I don't. I have no nope. fucking idea how to answer this. So. Yeah, because in my opinion, th- this area, this era of like Kaneko designs are the best. Yeah. Easily, much better than Nocturne or the previous one. Yeah, some of them are a little rough though. Like yeah, definitely. Uh, Leprechaun. Yeah. That's a real. Leprechaun is cool. Leprechaun's a, it's yeah. Leprechaun's a Leprechaun real is thing. awful. Gotta say, be a man in a shoe. No, no, we don't do that here. Well, I mean, Glib does apparently. <laughs> he likes that. It's he's amazing. Amazing. It's it's so stupid. I don't know. It is very. Stupid. I appreciate how stupid it is, but I hate how stupid it is. It goes too stupid. It's like me. it's like the, sh- the boot is like a color of the of the British flag. <laughs> it's like what yeah, the- it's like what the fuck is going on with that. <laughs> Hate it. That's not as fun. I don't care what you guys say. He sucks. I just think he, All right. he, he literally saw like a like a um what is that famous model like Ziggy or Sticky or what Sticky? What you know what I'm talking about? That one girl, she's what? famous, whatever. And I just took her shoe and, and made a demon out of it. Yeah, and it's like a high heeled platform shoe. God, I hate it. He looks like that Teen Titans villain. What are they called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go go boots or something? It looks like an Austin Powers prop that a leprechaun is living inside of. 
I hate that. It looks shirt. like a Teen Titans villain Mad Mod to me. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Okay. Next question. This is completely incomprehensible. Heroin Curem at Raja Raja Kolani writes in asking, who is Wink Wink? You don't know the joke? Uh, we don't know. But uh, Yamai wrote the yeah, song currently, right? I think. You're talking, they're talking about the, the people who made the opening X, I think is what it's called. Our hashtag X. Our yeah, that's X, the one. This is like, a, I the first time I've ever even saw this question was on um, our Megaton, where they're trying to figure out who was Wink Wink, because they're credited as the people who made the song, but you can't really find any information about them. There's a there's a group from the 90s called Wink, and there is just, yeah, I think the writing credit does go to Yamai. But we don't know, like, who Wink Wink is. <laughs> like, the group, maybe they're just nobodies, maybe they're people from inside Atlas, or whatever, for whatever reason, no one knows who that, they are. I spent hours looking them looking this up one time, and I just couldn't figure it out either, so... Yeah, same. The only thing I found was Yamai and like some idol company. And yeah. so they gave up from there. The opening song? Yeah, I think it's called okay. Hashtag X. Well, I mean, Pound X, because hash- Hashtag is what, wasn't what they called it before. Right. This is 97. Hashtags didn't exist. Yes. Oh, what, it be sharp. 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 Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess the answer is we have no fucking idea. Sorry, heroin. Uh, okay, here's a relevant one. Miss Pro Pipe Sign He Dash Homeboy at He Dash Homeboy writes in asking, Do you think the Western audience lost a lot getting to play this game with no context of the original Devil's Summoner? I think we kind of talked about this. Yes. Yeah, because the Kuznohas, they show up more in that one, right? Or more relevant? Yeah, it's about it's about Kyoji and Rei Reho and forgot what the girlfriend's name is and all them. Yeah, so that would probably make a lot more sense if you'd had the context of that because, like we said, the Kuznoha show up in this, but they don't have any effect on the plot. They don't really have any. I did the um the waifu maze. What is that called? There's like a thing in the uh, VR thing where you go in and answer questions, and it's like you'd get along most with this character. Uh, I don't and it recommended remember. me the Kuznoha girl. Really? So we're going to get married next week. It'll be great. No luck confirmed. <laughs> it was like the love, the love something. I don't know. Uh, I've only seen the TV show, but she's my favorite okay. character in the TV show for sure. I'm glad I have good taste. Uh, uh, so, no context to the original Devil Summoner. I feel like it wasn't that much lost, but I think it was definitely something that would have helped if I knew the original game more. But I think it worked without it fine. Well, all the all the um, the missions, like uh, the vision quests about the people who died. I'm pretty sure they're all related to oh, Devil they all Summoner. Are? I'm not sure though. I don't know if they all are, but I have a feeling they are because I haven't played the original Devil Summoner and I don't know much about it other than the basics. No, Naomi is, was it? Oh. Well, yeah. Oh. 
speaking of Naomi, another person writes in uh, Charasu at Charasu asks, is there any side material that expands on Naomi? Did you beat Kyoji and the double Rhydos? What is the best stat? Why is it Lux? See, I told you. Hmm. They don't have anything to say about that. I think I we talked about the boss fight and all that stuff. Because isn't Naomi the the girlfriend for Kyoji, right? Or something? Or the I forget uh, what she is. She might have that name too. Maybe I don't remember. Uh. uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't really remember who that is. <laughs> I just remember her being the girl with. She's the girl with the where the hair is cut straight in the front. What is it? Or what's it called? Bangs. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. know who she is. <laughs> she has tattoos. The only thing I know is that she's in um, Double Survivor. She's one of the um, auctioners. <laughs> so it was lunch and a couple other people. I don't know. She likes tapioca pudding oh, and peach. Yeah, and Naomi was the uh, right. She was the the evil, the dark summoner who you fight Tiamat or whatever with, right? Yes. Um, she was broken, too. Yeah, she was super powerful. Um, but also she sucked because she lost. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if there's anything. I don't know. It's weird. Um, yeah, she's she's just sort of one of those one-off characters that doesn't really serve a purpose, necessarily. Yeah, but she's definitely one of the ones that ended up being a fan favorite because she's a popular cosplay and a bunch of other stuff. Um, in terms of like other side material, none of that, none of it, to my knowledge, focuses on her. So, sorry. <laughs> but I've also never read the the manga, never read the other manga. There's two, um, and I never read the books. And I think there's a mobile game too. Never thinking of it. So I guess the real answer is nobody knows because no one read any of those things. Not even. <laughs> yeah. You know, Maybe one day, one day someone will translate them. Yeah. Spoiler cast for all our Japanese. Next question. And also, actually, we to finish the second part of the question. Did did anyone else do the extra dungeon? No. Nope. Oh, well, like no. I said, I only did the Kyoji part. I didn't do the Rhydo. I meant to do it, but I'm too slow. I don't think yeah. anyone really I wanted cared. to do it really badly, but I'm too slow to beat games. So. You you had to do New Game Plus for that, right? No. I don't think so. Oh. No. I think the only thing I had New, new Game Plus for sure was the, one, uh, I don't think so. the ending with, what's his name? Spooky. Yeah, where, where you can make Spooky live. Okay. What? That is a better ending, in my opinion, even though I'm always kind of skeptical of like, oh yeah, happy better, ending. Either way, it's still it not a happy better. ending. It's just more like a like the ending of like a um like a coming the a coming of age thing where you're just accepting that something has to change or that things are changing. So yeah, I, I liked both versions. Spooky being alive was just good because I like Spooky. That's basically. yeah. <laughs> Um, That's Boomer Boys. Oh, we literally answered the next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next question was from Devin Bandage, pipe sign, BLM pipe sign at Devin Bandage. How do you feel about the alternate ending soul hackers you get from Nigga Plus, which is Spooky Lives? It seems cool. I guess I don't really care either way. I think it's fitting that he dies because he got possessed and, you know, he was in a very high stakes game. Uh, he was under equipped for the task, so to speak. Which a lot of people are. 
it, it feels a bit of a cop out when he yeah. he gets out of that. But I think the ending overall works better with the theme of the game. Yeah, it's fine, but it does way, feel I awkward. Guess. I like that it's locked behind New Game Plus because it you know it's not the it, it kind of makes it be like okay you're now you're strong enough to actually save Spooky I guess that sounds that seems cool in theory. I like those types of um, Easter eggs or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um. So I guess we'll go to the next question. So we basically did that one. Uh, Jugo at SMT1 Lick Build and also Magic, I guess. At Tharsian Hugo writes in asking, how do you feel about Zoma Fusion? Would you like to show up new games? I guess we already talked about this a little bit, too. It's cool. If I loved it. Uh, to be honest, I'd be okay with it if they brought it back as a mechanic, and it was like the only way to use demons, to be honest. They've got to, like, tutorialize it, though, a little bit. Yeah, it needs more control, too, of the skills and stuff. Yeah. The skills are so bad. And maybe make it a With character, you know? Uh, it wasn't really a character. It was just kind of a thing. That's what I'm saying. It's make it a character so it's more prominent. Oh, okay. I got you. I got Because currently, it's a completely optional thing that you don't need to do, right? Yeah. So okay. making it a character yeah. that you utilize frequently, like, that would be cool. That would make sense. Wouldn't it be kind of weird to have a character that was like a slave, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> isn't Morgana a slave and Teddy? If or? you're if you're looking at that way, in the slave master relationship, that's that's on you, man. I don't know. That's weird. It's blatantly, it's blatantly <laughs> a slave. <laughs> when you fuse it, it, it directly says, "I'll follow your orders." <laughs> I mean, honestly, most of the characters in Megaton are slaves. Asai. Uh, Morgana, the dog from he literally has a chain around his neck, bro. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> so it is Angel. He literally has a chain around his neck, bro. It's so an alien with a chain around its neck. In in some in some societies, a chain around your neck is a status symbol. So. <laughs> okay. Status maybe he's a symbol, choker. Maybe? maybe he's trying to be hot. You don't know. Some boy Z. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's power finds you right there. Trying to be hot, you don't know. Uh, all right, last question. Chops yeah. are hot. <laughs> this is a lot of evanescence. Uh, this isn't even a question. Nith Grandbeard at Nith G. Ryson saying, not asking, no questions in particular. But I do just want to say this is one of my, this is one of the best Mega Ten games. Yeah, so far it's an eight or a seven out of ten. It is one of the best top. ones. Yeah, for sure. Even, even, Most definitely. There's really no reason to rate it below a top 10, I'd say. Yeah. It, if you, if you a lot of these below, games suck. If you, really, if you rate it below a top 10, that tells me that you either don't care for gameplay or you're ignoring some other critical part of the game in lieu of maybe liking a character design a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Or you have some kind of mental illness that you're like obsessed with certain types of characters and they're not represented in a way that you like. Or Persona 2. <coughs> Sorry, I just have a cough. I think I have the virus. I love Persona 2. I will never stop hating on it. Well, it sucks because you're just like Persona 2. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, if, if you were a Mega 10 game, you're literally Persona 2. Yeah, that's what you are. I'm not. Not a game. Glib, what would Glib be? Glib would probably be like SMT4. SMT4. 
I like SMT4. What is Asahi? Bro, stop. Stop. You have popular. Next question. We're going to sign off on Glib being Asahi, and I think we'll be good. Thank you. Spider would be good. Next podcast. I guess Neb would be Toki. No, no. <laughs> that is a real pedophile flex that you This is what it started, bro. I don't like that. Look at what you We have to end this. This is bad. But, um, trouble. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we were just convening in order to choose the winners. Last podcast, we announced a super special giveaway to honor the greatest video game of all time coming to Steam, Persona 4 Golden. In which we will give four keys away on Steam to the best commenters based on completely arbitrary criteria. Um, for our previous episode, which was mostly about Persona 4 Golden coming to Steam, some DX2 stuff, other dumb shit that doesn't matter. Um, so we're all going to to announce our picks of who wins and defend the choice. So first up is Larue. Go ahead and tell us who won for you. Who gets a okay. free Persona 4 Golden Key on Steam? So the person I chose is, you know, I picked a lot of different, I, I looked at a lot of different things. I looked at the profile picture, the username, mm-hmm. uh, the response time, how many thumbs up they got. And I I thought this person kind of hit most of the boxes. Um, I chose Madigan Lionheart, Leonheart, Lionheart, mm-hmm. Leonheart, Leonheart. Leonheart. Please don't do that. Again. <laughs> um, and he, I'm assuming he, wrote in this answer, a cool mod idea I heard about on another podcast. I'm not going to say the name because they don't get to get the views. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Was to change who the though. killer is. And I think that that's actually a super cool mod to be able to change who the killer is in uh, Persona 4. That's fun that makes the replayability interesting yeah it's a lot of work sounding it sounds like a lot of work but it'd be very yeah is that dynamic like how does that work with the boss fight at the end like what's you would have to program a bunch of different bosses i would love for the tuba girl to be the killer (laughs) (laughs) i hate that bitch yeah i do too i love to dunk on her hold her head this is not very related but did you know that's the original concept for danganronpa hmm that was the original concept for danganronpa the The killer killer is always different for each so you could like then you could like change the plot of the story and have different characters be the killer uh, and stuff. Interesting. That would have been a great game, but it's trash now, so yeah, it's for weebs, it's terrible. Uh, next pick. Speaking of weebs, tell us what uh one for you. Go ahead and <laughs> go to your opinion. Uh I picked this man, he is uh Ramon Icaro, I think you said. Uh he had a good comment and it was nice. So I picked that one. Versus me, okay. I hate you. What did he say? Uh, what did he say? Yeah, go ahead, tell us a little bit what he said. It was a very enjoyable podcast. I hope you guys continue. He did some more, but I didn't really care about the rest. What? Okay, <laughs> I'll read the rest because you're. He said that his favorite persona was Thor because he carried him originally, and I guess he doesn't specify what original means, but maybe the original persona or persona four regular, not golden. He says four, so I'm assuming mm-hmm. four, vanilla. Yeah. I'm assuming he means on PS2. So yeah. Sure. Yeah, regular Persona 4. Okay. Spider, what did you choose? I chose Sarikaya, who says, What I really liked about Persona 4 is the suspense Persona 4 had near the end before the main reveal that other modern Persona games didn't have. 
Persona 3 did feel eventless with its last months, <laughs> and Persona 5 straight up wasn't that suspenseful. Even though it's not my favorite entry in the Persona series, Persona, Persona 4 has my favorite game, end game. Okay. I don't necessarily agree with a lot of that. You like the, <laughs> the, but, you know, it. it is a really enjoyable it's a good um, how it builds answer. up, you know? Yeah. I, I wasn't surprised at any of the reveals or anything, but it does have a lot of suspense, especially with the, um, the ending and all that, the the bad ending. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of nice things it does, even though it's not my favorite, per, uh, personal favorite in the Persona series either. Yeah. It's also, like, probably the most honest attempt at answering one of the, the prompts that we originally proposed in our previous episode. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of good choices, the final yeah. choice is by me. Uh, this man, Super Skyman sixty four, wrote in saying, "Wait, why the hell is Glib here?" Which <laughs> great comment. Thank you very much. I'm gonna PM you a key for four gold for your hard work. Yeah. So how they get all this? Man, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm just trying to be here vibing. I'm just here shining, bro. Y'all just kind of hate on me, bro. Like, I don't even get it. So, I love that. I'm just trying just, to... Just so I can know, how, how do will they get in contact... Or how will we get in contact with them? Uh, why don't you... You have access to the main account, right? Yes, it is. So, my... Yeah, you go ahead and just DM them and see if they respond. We'll figure out a way to get their shit. You can't them. DM on YouTube, can you? <laughs> I don't think you can. You can DM on YouTube, yeah. I, I was going to say yeah, that they could yeah. uh, post their Discord tags in the next video. You just comments. tag them in the comments, too, if oh. first comes to worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, great that'll be on the recording if you're very meta thank you uh okay we'll try we'll try to get in contact with these four people and also you yeah. know what this is a great comment we're gonna i'm gonna pitch in for an extra key a bonus key for this individual korean okato who just wrote in simply boofoo moment which <laughs> I've, I've been looking at that ever since we first came to this comment section for the first time and i've been laughing at it so you're also going to get a key. The uh, quality of comments is going to drop so much. <laughs> we haven't announced a new giveaway, so you don't know. I mean, who knows? Uh, but thank you ever very much for uh, attempting all 10 of you. Maybe not actually all 10 of you, but some of you for attempting to answer our prompts. We will get in contact with you. If you do listen, please try to get in contact with LaRue on Facebook yeah, or, Facebook fucking or Twitter. YouTube, Twitter. whatever. And prove that it was your your account because I'm sure there'll be an imposter trying to trick us. Um, yeah. So all five of you, do we'll we'll try to get in contact with you, get in contact with us. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got some keys waiting for you. I know how to do it. This is what we'll do. Yeah. I'll put my Twitter handle and my Facebook page there on, in the in the description. My email is attached to to my account as well. Don't worry, it's like not an important email. You can contact me one of those three ways if you're one of the winners. Verify who you are, and we'll, we'll we'll like double check to make sure you guys aren't just trying to scam us. Not yeah. not everyone is uh, Korean Akado, so just, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, just be honest, and we'll give you those things that way. So you have three ways to contact me: email, Facebook, Twitter. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Well, thanks for playing, guys, and thanks for listening. I think that's it. Anyone have anything else? Um, uh, I was gonna say one more thing. Uh. In Soul Hackers, there are like a couple of demons that say they're weak to some things or like that actually know some things, but it's actually wrong. Like uh, Grayman and I think it was Grayman and something else. It says they know expel, 
But if you use it, they're actually weak against it. Huh. Really? Hmm. You, yeah, wow. The only thing I have left to say is that if we were in Soul Hackers, Glib would be my Z. <laughs> who? Whoa. <laughs> who would I be? Hello? Why are you laughing at your own joke? <laughs> <laughs> I even hear it, bro. I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> That's fucked up, dude. <laughs> it really is. You really can do something like that. Um, he's gonna be in the thumbnail too. Glib <laughs> is gonna be seed. <laughs> That's he is epic. Hello, you're allowed to say that. I don't think I'm allowed to say that based on the <laughs> <laughs> context of the discussion we've been having. Uh, Nebus canceled. Nebus canceled this podcast. I was defending LGBT rights with the 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 Daft Punk guys. How dare all of you try to cancel me? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it, everyone. Thank you for listening. And I don't know. Go to hell, I guess. That's actually go to Frost Frozen. Yeah, go to Frozen. <laughs> Heck you. Tattooed man. That's full of frozen yogurt. Oh, that reminds me, too. I like how the spooky thing says Heck you. That's just cute to me. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, let's stop. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> the outro's already been played. The outro's been played.